one day Jesus together with his disciples they were walking towards Jerusalem on the border of what is now known today as the West Bank from a distance there was a group of lepers a group of people who are sick with the skin disease called leprosy ah so they were crying out to Jesus Master, Jesus, have mercy. Sumisigaw ho yung mga ketongin. During their time and even today, leprosy was considered a dirty disease, something to be avoided. People with leprosy, lepers, are outcasts. Tinatakwil, tinataboy. By the way, what do doctors say about leprosy? Leprosy is defined as Hansen's disease, it's a chronic infectious disease caused by a bacteria. Ayan, ano? So, what happens is your nose is eaten by this bacteria, your ears fall off, your skin is destroyed by this bacteria. So, pag may ketong ka, nakakadiri, nilalayuan, tinatakwil. So, families will avoid you. So, it destroys your respiratory tract and the eyes and it's like a damaging disease. Yan ho ang ketong. And so there was this group of lepers who were crying out, Master, have mercy. All their lives they were, they were rejected, they were outcast. But for the first time they found hope. Oh, so they were crying out to Jesus and, and they said, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy on us. And so Jesus saw them. Probably Jesus understood what's happening and what's going on in their lives. And Jesus gave them an instruction. Go, present yourselves to the priests. Magpakita kayo sa mga magi-inspect kung gumalig na kayo. So they, they started doing what Jesus told them. They stepped, first step, second step, going to the priest. And suddenly they noticed something's happening. While they were walking, biglang bumabalik yung My nose is back. My ears are, my, my eyes, my, my skin. It's deteriorating. It's rotting. But now it's like baby skin. I mean, what, what's happening? And they were all surprised and shocked while they were walking on their way. As they obeyed what Jesus told them, they, they were healed. There was it's a miracle that's happening. Oh, whoa, it's, it's amazing. And they were jumping. They were shouting, whoo, we're healed. It's a miracle. And they were jumping. They, they're rushing to the priest. They're rushing to their family now. They can go back to work. Now they can have their lives, lives back. Now they can go back to the people they love and they will not be ostracized. They will not be rejected anymore. They will never be Labeled as dirty and unclean anymore. Amazing, amazing. And so, these 10 people, lepers were healed, but only one of them, ah, out of the 10, only one of them decided to come back and thank Jesus. Sa sampung pinagaling ni Jesus na ketongin, isa lang ang nag- Kusang loob bumalik. 
magpasalamat. And he bowed down to the feet of Jesus. Walang hanggang pasal. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You brought my life back. You brought hope to my life. From a miserable, hopeless, outcast life. Binalik ni Jesus. And he, was, he was kneeling. He was, Lord, Lord, thank you, Lord. It, it's amazing. It's like, it's an empty, miserable, hopeless life. But Jesus gave him a brand new start, a new beginning. He was given hope. And Jesus asked, Di ba sampu kayo? There were ten of you who were lepers. Ten of you who were healed. Where? Ah. Where are the other nine? Oh. This story is a story of every one of us. Each one of us, we were spiritually lepers. We were outcasts. We were miserable. We were hopeless. Our lives are dirty, unclean, until we encounter Jesus. And then we move on with our lives and we celebrate the blessings and the miracles and the hope given by God. But only a few would come back and thank God. Oh. So that's why today we'll talk about that. How do you journey from Hopelessness to gratefulness. You see, God can turn our hopelessness to gratefulness. Why? He sees our pain and hears our cries for mercy. He shows us that we can trust Him. He seeks our gratitude and worship as He blesses us and does something great in our lives. And then He saves us. He rescues us from our misery when we come in faith. Let's come to the Lord in prayer. Lord, I pray that you speak to us in a special way. God, in whatever situation we are going through, Father, we ask that you lift up those who are down, encourage those who are weary, give hope to those who are about to give up. Allow us to see a better, fresh perspective about the beauty of your love and of your kindness and of your grace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The question that we will be reflecting on and wrestling with today is the question, why should we live our lives with gratefulness to God? Bakit nga ba mahalaga na tayo ay nagpapasalamat at naglulugod sa kabutihan ng Diyos, sa awa ng Diyos? So there are several aspects of this beautiful story that we have we have heard that we will be reading right now. But one of the aspects of the, the uniqueness of the book of Luke compared to the other writers, Luke somehow highlights Jesus' heart for the outcast. Ooh. 
And the idea of the Samaritans. Today, the Samaritans, Samaria is located near the West Bank. And during those times, even probably until today, they were, they, the Jews considered the Samarians as lower types of human beings. They were considered inferior racially, ethnically, spiritually, morally. They were considered terrorists. Ito yung mga Hezbollah ng West Bank. If we use today's language, they were hated and they were rejected as a people, Samarians. The Jews, they felt they were better than the Samaritans. So Jesus, all over the Gospels, was talking about Samaritans just to challenge the cultural and the moral and the theological boxes of his disciples. He will talk about the good Samaritan of all people who will help and show kindness to someone who was beaten up on the road. This Samaritan was a neighbor to somebody else. And then he will talk about the Samaritan woman at the well who discovered the living water and talked about it to the entire village. And now Jesus was talking about another Samaritan. Out of the ten who was healed, who received the blessing from God. Only this Samaritan, not the Jews, not the Jews who felt superior and who felt they were closer to God, but this Samaritan, this terrorist leper, worshipped and showed gratitude to God. It's like Jesus was radically dismantling their stereotypes. And their assumptions that Samaritans cannot be close to God and cannot worship God and cannot do anything good and noble. <laughs> oh, and so that's why the book of Luke is powerful and beautiful because it invites us to dismantle all our false assumptions about life and about God and about compassion and about the blessing and the mercy of God. Ah. And so why do we, why should we live our lives with gratefulness? First, the story of the book of Luke invites us to understand that God sees our pain and hears our cries for mercy. That's what Jesus was portraying in that. The passage says, Jesus saw them and they were crying for mercy. That is the heart of God, ano? He understands what you're going through. He says, as Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. That's the West Bank today. And he entered a village there. Ten men with leprosy stood at a distance. Malayo, because they were unclean, because they're, they're socially dirty and they're medically unclean. Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. They were crying. Before, they cannot, they cannot say that. There was no hope. There was no medicine for this sickness. This is a skin disease during the ancient time. When you have this leprosy, you are doomed 
to be outcast for the rest. You will die in the streets starving. You cannot get a job. You cannot start a business. You cannot be with family. Your friends will avoid you. Your family will disown you. Meron ang kayo itong eh. Kakadiri ka They were crying out. Before this, they were probably crying out Every time people approach, they will, they will cry. The law requires them, aside from the law requires them to live outside the city and live in a distance. The law requires them to shout, unclean, unclean. So people will hear and they will avoid. Oh, someone is dirty. Someone is unclean. Someone is sick. Someone is contagious. They will shout that they were required so that people will not approach them. Madumi! Merong madumi! Iwasan niyo ako! That's their language every day. And they will beg for food. They will, they will they live at the mercy of people who will just throw food at them so they can survive. But this time, it's different. It's a new day for them. They saw this man from God that they hear stories about and they cried, Master! It's, an, it's a language of faith. That he's someone divine. Have mercy on us. So, when, when, when Jesus showed them mercy, that was the beginning of something beautiful and something great in our lives. When we cry out for mercy, when we humble ourselves and we, we deny our arrogance, I don't need God, I don't need help. But when God allows us to go through circumstances in our lives when we are hopeless, when we are desperate, that's when we understand we cannot live without God, we cannot move on without God, we cannot fix our lives without Jesus Christ. And so sometimes, leprosy moments in our lives are good. These are wake-up calls that we understand, Lord, I need mercy. I can't fix this. Several years ago, I had tuberculosis. And because of my, the bacteria of tuberculosis, my left lung collapsed. Bumaksak ko yung kaliwang baga ko. They, ins- they had to insert a tube to let the air out so that the, lang- the lungs expand again. That was a s- scary sickness. I was several days in hospital. I have a tube. I was holding a bottle for the air and the fluids to, to catch whatever is stuck in my lungs and I would walk to the toilet inch by inch because it it hurts those were rare moments where I would just cry for mercy Lord maawa ka naman sakit naman ito and then several years ago my hospital my, my hospital my wife had a, had a stroke and was sent to the hospital a stroke at the age of 27. Stroke in the young, they say. TIA, transient ischemic attack. And I would cry, I would cry, Lord, maawa ka naman, hirap naman ito. 
And so those were moments we cry for mercy because you have no more, nowhere to run to but God. That's what's going on with these lepers. Wallahi. You will die in your sickness. Alone, hated, rejected, a social outcast. And that's our journey in life. We are spiritual lepers, outcasts, miserable, empty, dirty lives until we encounter the love of God, until we encounter the kindness of Jesus, until we encounter this grace, this radical grace, this scandalous grace. So it was a mixed group of lepers, 10 of them, probably nine Jewish and one Samarian. But because of their mutual sickness and their mutual social emotional pain, they banded together. Something interesting that happened when they were crying for mercy. Jesus saw them. And the Bible says, God shows us that we can trust him. It's like Jesus was telling them, you have faith, you can trust me. Go, show yourselves to the health inspectors. He says, go and show yourself to have a clean bill of health to the health experts who will tell, oh, you're clean now, you can go back to work, you can go back to the village, you're allowed now, you have a certificate fit to work fit to go back to society. So Jesus told them, go, but they're not yet healed. He looked at them and said, go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. This is difficult, huh? Because you cannot show yourselves to the priest if you're still unclean, if you're still sick, if you're still a leper. But they stepped out in faith. There's no evidence. What? Jesus, don't you know? They will... The priest will be angry. We will be penalized. We're not allowed to show ourselves to anyone. But they did. Because Jesus said so. And that's the key to life. Sometimes we trust what God says, even though we don't feel like it. And even though sometimes there's no proof that it's reasonable. There's no proof that it's real. And sometimes there is no evidence that it is true. But God said so. And so we step out in faith. That's the mystery of life. Sometimes we trust God for something we cannot fully explain and fully understand and fully know. But we still believe that what God said He will do. Whoa. For many people, life is about to see is to believe. Kung di ko nakikita na malinis na, wala na akong sakit, hindi ako pupunta sa mga health inspectors, the priests. But Jesus was inviting them to a different journey of faith. To believe is to see. Ah! Sometimes God invites us to a leap of faith. I think it was the philosopher Aristotle who said, Faith begins when reason ends. Yung hindi mo na may paliwanag. Bakit? Lord, I don't understand why you want me to do this. But I'll do this because I trust you, not because I have evidences and proofs. Sometimes we cannot explain, but 
as they stepped out, the story says, the Bible says, they stepped out, they were walking towards the health inspectors who will cl- give them a clean bill of health and will authorize them to go back to their families and go back to their works, go back to their lives. As they stepped, something is happening. The Bible says, as they went, they were cleansed of leprosy. They can say no to Jesus. No, no thanks. I don't want to be penalized. I don't want to be imprisoned. I don't want to hear the beatings and the angry responses of the health inspectors because I did something stupid. Or they can say yes to Jesus. Lord, I don't know why. I don't understand. This will cost me everything, but because you said so, I will do it, Lord. I will step out in faith. Let me ask you a question today. What is stopping you from doing what God wants in your life? What is hindering you from stepping out in faith and trusting God? Is God instructing you to do something and you are trying to figure out the math and the, and, and, and the logic of it all and you say, no, no way, no way, God, no. It doesn't work like that. We have a different deadline. We have a different schedule here on this planet. We we have different ways of doing business here. Lord, it does not work that way in the Philippines. (laughs) Not in my world, Lord. How 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 can my company profit if I become honest in my tax? How will I not get fired from work if I... Don't do what my boss says, even if it's corrupt or wrong. Lord, but I trust you. Sometimes life is full of, not always, but sometimes God invites us to situations like that. When our own rationality and our own explanations and our own strength and our own wisdom and our own ways... They're little and minute compared to the wisdom of God. That the ways of God are higher than our own plans and our own strategies. Minsan daw ang mga kilos at gawa ng Diyos at karunungan ng Diyos ay mas malaki. At higit na mas maganda sa ating mga iniisip. Hindi mo naman alam eh. We trust God. That's a beautiful Gem of insight from that story, ano? By the way, something powerful happens no, when we are grateful. Which brings us to our third point today. God seeks our gratitude in our worship. Jesus was asking, Di ba sampu kayo na pinagaling ko? Asan yung sham? And then he said something remarkable. He says, Why is there only one who came back to thank me? This, he says, this foreigner. Ah, this second-class citizen considered by society as outcast. Bakit ito pa ang bumalik? Those Jews who were supposed to be closer to God, they're supposed to be more religious. They're supposed to be people of faith. But this one who does not even worship in Jerusalem, came back. You know, when they, were, when they were walking, probably they went separate ways because the Jews 
Their priests are located in Jerusalem. But Samaritans cannot enter Jerusalem. Ah, he was going another direction. It's like there was a, maybe a, a, a two-way avenue and the other is going to Mount Jerusalem. That's where the Samaritans worship. Their priests are there. So when Jesus told them, go, show yourselves to the priest. The Jews were going this way and the Samaritan, the Samaritan was going another way. Iba. And maybe there was also peer pressure. I know the Jews were, oh, never mind. We don't have to come back and thank him. He said we go to the priest. Let's, let's just go. But the Samaritan, no one to pressure him. He was, he was, whoa, wow. My, my, my skin, my nose is back. My, my ears are back. Oh, Lord, thank you. And he came back. Forgot about the priest. And Lord, you're a higher priest. Thank you, Lord. Thank God. You see, when, when God blesses us, when God heals us, when God does a miracle in our marriage, when does God a miracle in our business, when does God a miracle in our health, when does God a miracle in our children, when does God something good and beautiful, and when God blesses and shows favor to our family or to our lives, God is seeking, He's longing. Di ba pinagpala kita? Ba't di ka makapag-church? Di ba pinagaling ko yung anak mo? Di ka man lang mag-thank you. Di ka man lang makapag-join ng life group. It's like God was longing. Where are those who are grateful? Where are those who would worship me after I blessed them? After I healed them after I fixed their marriage, after I turned their lives around. Oh. So God was longing. God was longing. Sometimes it's difficult for us to worship God because our eyes are blinded by the problems and the pain and we forget the blessings behind the suffering and we forget the miracles behind the challenges that we go through. We forget to see the blessings in this, guys. Kaya ang hirap-hirap magpasalamat sa Diyos kasi puro na lang problema, puro na lang sakit, puro na lang utang na nakikita natin araw, puro na lang away, puro bardagulan na nakikita natin araw-araw. So we felt like life is miserable. It's like, God, Lord, puro na lang suffering. But we don't see the blessing. So it's hard to say, praise God, thank you, Lord. But those, ah, the Samaritans and the few who see the good and the beautiful and the blessing behind the problems, they are the ones who learn how to be grateful. The Bible says, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, Lord, thank you, Lord. Salamat, Lord. Grabe. Came back to Jesus. He's shouting, praise God. Salamat sa Diyos. Purihin ang Diyos. He fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was the Samaritan. The, the, the author specifically underlined. He was not a Jew. He was not a man close to God. He was not a person of the temple. He does not know the law. He was uncircumcised. Ito yung mga 
hindi nga nagcha-church to eh. Ito yung kung mag-worship, Lord, thank you, Lord, nagkabali ka na kami. Thank you, Lord, may trabaho na ako. Thank you, Lord, kumikita na yung negosyo. Thank you, Lord, bubait yung anak ko. Hindi na nagsusugal. But the others, thank you, Lord. But this one, he was bowing. Thank you, Lord. There are resemblances of this story, yeah? When Simon was hosting a meal for Jesus, there was this woman. He's dirty. Ah, this outcast. She came in, poured out an alabaster jar of perfume on Jesus' feet, and kissed the feet of Jesus. See? It's like, whoa, it's like deja vu. She cannot stop. She was crying and she was wiping Jesus' feet with her hair. And she was unclean. The Samaritan was unclean, socially and medically. Simon says, if only Jesus knows how unclean this woman is, she will dismiss, he, he will dismiss her. And Jesus said, Simon, you know this? When I arrived, you never even kissed me. Hindi ko man lang nagbeso-beso sa akin eh. But this woman, in the Middle East, they do that. Men, they kiss. But this woman, can you see? She does not stop kissing my feet. And Jesus says, whoever is forgiven much, oof, Loves much. Yung ang dami-daming pinatawad sa kanya. Malalim magmahal. Malalim magpasalamat. Malalim sumamba. Hindi yung, Thank you, Lord. So this Samaritan was, compared to the Jews, he had more wounds. He was not only physically, medically outcast and clean, but he was also declared socially, theologically unclean. He was a heretic in their eyes. But the Jews, they only had one. Wounding, and that's medical. But this wounded man was shown mercy and was shown kindness. And he says, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He, the Bible says, he bowed. I could hear Jesus. He did not, the Bible, Luke did not say, but I could hear Jesus saying the same thing. Whoever was wounded and healed much, 
loves much. Sino man yung pinagaling, malalim na galing. You were healed physically, you were healed emotionally, you were healed relationally. Nobody likes you, but Jesus did. Salamat po, Panginoon. You see, this is the key to this passage. All of us are like the Samaritan. But sometimes we're too arrogant to admit. Hindi ako madumi. Hindi naman ako miserable. The Samaritan, his life turned around. It was hopeless. It was miserable. He was an outcast. There's no love in his life. It's like us. When we encounter Jesus, it turned our lives around. And that is enough to make us worship Him deeply, to make us love Him powerfully, to make us become grateful with depth. Lord, bibigay ko sa ilahat. Tapos ginawa mo sa buhay ko at ginawa mo sa pamilya ko. Lord, my money is yours. My business is yours. My life is yours. My energy is yours. My time is yours. Diba sa Pilipino, we have a saying, pag-ayaw, maraming dahilan, pag-gusto, maraming paraan. Lord, umulat umaraw, mag-church ako. Panginoon, mahina negosyo, tutulong pa rin ako. Lord, ang dami kong ginagawa, magla-life group ako. Lord, grabe Hindi ko kayang bayaran lahat ng utang ko sa'yo, pero salamat po. My life is yours. And that's where you see the Samaritans who are grateful. By the way, many experts say that grateful people, something happens in their lives when you are thankful. You know? Some people say, it benefits you. By the way, let's go back. Jesus, Jesus asked, Did I not heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? Jesus was longing for that. He was asking, Hindi man lang kayo magpasalamat. Hindi man lang kayo mag-thank you sa ginagawa ng Panginoon sa buhay ninyo. So the benefits of gratitude, when we live a life of gratefulness, when we choose to say thank you in spite of the difficulties and the suffering and the trials we're going through, pag tayo daw may pagpasalamat, some experts would say it opens the door to more relationships, di ba? Thankful people are prone to invite more friends. It improves physical health. Grateful people are less stressed and less toxic. <laughs> Grateful people are more psychologically healthy. You sleep well at night. You have more empathy. You're less angry because you see the brighter side of things. You sleep better. You have more self-esteem because you don't compare. You don't, you're not insecure. Why does he have a better car? Why does he have more digits in his bank account? Why does he have a better family or a better house? Grateful people are content. Gratitude increases mental strength as well. 
they're more resilient to the problems and the sufferings we go through in life. And that is another layer of the conversation we have in this passage in Luke 17. Ah, Lord, teach us to be grateful. Teach us the secret to contentment. And that is being happy and joyful and, and, and delightful in whatever God gives. Remember, there's another Samaritan in, this, in, in, in the Gospels who was asking Jesus to heal her daughter. Lord, can you heal my daughter? But during that time, Jesus prioritizes serving Jews only. Remember that? And Jesus says, Jesus said something very, very peculiar. He says, the owner of the house gives bread only to the children. So he's talking about the Jews. Not to the dogs. And that's how Jews look at Samaritans. Dogs. Yung pagkain sa lamesa hindi binibigay sa mga aso. Binibigay lang sa mga anak. And this Gentile, this outcast, this inferior, this heretic, says, Lord, even dogs eat crumbs falling from the master's table. Did you hear that? Jesus was saying, the, 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 this woman was saying, Lord, basta galing sa'yo, kahit mumu, kahit mga bumaksak lang sa sahig, masaya na ako. And Jesus says, I've never seen faith like this. Your daughter is healed. Whoa. That's gratefulness. The opposite of gratefulness is entitlement. Lord, ha, i-bless mo ako. Ha. Lagi ako sa church. Lord, ha, ba't di mo binibigay yung kotse yung hinihingi ko? Laki-laki ng tights ko. Ha. Lord, ha, dapat yung anak ko i-bless mo, hindi magkakasakit. Sana mawala na sa ospital. Kasi Lord, ha, bait ko. Ang galing ko. Gratefulness. Lord, I don't deserve it. But your grace is enough. Salamat po, Panginoon. The Samaritan would never stop bowing. Some of you, God is speaking to you. The secret to life is not having everything we want. The secret to life is being grateful for whatever we have. That God gave. Lord, basta galing sa'yo. Maliit lang to. Konti lang to. Pero galing kay Lord yan. Thank you, Lord. Salamat po. It will be a powerful, beautiful, meaningful world. If we see what we can be thankful for instead of what we can be grumbling about. Grumbling about. If we count our blessings instead of counting our pain and our problems. My wife is sick with a sickness that has no cure. My son has autism and he struggles socially. I don't have a perfect life, but Lord, I'm thankful. We're happy. 
I have a beautiful marriage. I have a son who struggles, but he strives. And we love one another. And that, no amount of millions can give. Yung ang ng tulog mo, kahit ang dami mong utang, ang lalim ng galak mo, kahit ang daming problema, ang sarap ng ngiti mo, kahit ang daming pagsubok. Thank you, Lord. Ah, that's gratefulness. The story ends. God saves us when we come in faith. Something beautiful happens when we trust God, even when we don't understand, even when we don't see it right away. We trust Him. Jesus said, and He said to him, stand up and go. So He was, he was, he was bowing and He was worshiping and He was thanking, stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. Your faith has healed you. Your faith has given you a new life. Your faith has made you whole. Your faith made you well. Something beautiful and powerful happens when we trust God. Lord, di ko naiintindihan. Lord, di ko gusto. Lord, di ko na kaya. Pero magtitiwala ako sa'yo. Lord, ang gulo-gulo ng pamilya namin. Lord, ang daming away. Ang daming ganap. Lord, yung anak ko, di ko alam kung ano mangyayari sa buhay niya. Lord, gagaling pa kaya itong sakit na to. Pero Lord, mas malaki ka. Mas marunong ka. Magtitiwala ako sa'yo. God is speaking to us today. I don't know what specifically God is whispering in your heart. But let me just say, the grace of God is more bigger than our pain. The kindness of God is much more beautiful than whatever it is we're going through. Trust Him. Thank Him. Remember, God turns our hopelessness to gratefulness, just like the Samaritan. He sees our pain and hears our cries for mercy. He shows us that we can trust Him. He seeks our gratitude and worship when He does blesses us. And He saves us when we come in faith. We should live with gratefulness to God. Grabe, mga kapatid. I am not a naturally grateful person. In fact, I'm a grumbler. Hindi ako mapagpasalamat, masungit ho ako. <laughs> because I grew up poor. I compare lunch boxes. My classmates in school have shiny aluminum lunch boxes with Spider-Man and Batman. I have a old Tupperware or a plastic bag for a lunchbox. I grew up insecure. I grew up complaining. I grew up angry. There's nothing to be thankful for. But as we walk in faith, as we trust God, the lepers, they were, what, how, how do we go? How, why do we go there? We are not clean. We're not here. And my nose is back. My eyes are, my, my skin is healed. And that's their journey of faith. It's a 
journey of a thousand steps to the cross, but it begins with step one, step two, step three. And then we see that God is good and big and wise, and He's kind, and He's gracious. And we learn the art of being thankful, and the secret to being content, and the power of being joyful, even when life is a mess, even when the world is crazy. Thank you, Lord. Let's all stand. Let's pray. Salamat po, Panginoon. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your grace and your mercy in our lives. Thank you, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, when we do not see the blessings behind the burdens. Forgive us, Lord, when we don't see your triumphs behind our trials. Forgive us, Lord, when we do not see your message behind the mess. We don't see your provision behind the pain. Panginoon, turuan mo po ang mga puso namin na magtiwala kahit ang sakit, magtiwala kahit ang gulo, magtiwala kahit di namin may paliwanag at maunawaan. Oh God, give us faith, give us hope, give us joy, give us peace amidst whatever it is we're going through. I pray for those whose marriages are in turmoil. Panginoon, give us peace amidst the mess. I pray for those whose businesses are going through tough times. God, give us faith that no matter what happens, you never abandon us. I pray for those whose health is really, really scary and confusing and discouraging. I pray for peace. Lord, we will trust you even when we don't understand. I pray for those whose lives are going through dark times and painful times. I pray for the brokenhearted. I pray for those who are confused and doubting. Lord God, help us to be like the Samaritan. Life is not perfect. The world is fallen. And our lives are amiss. But we can thank you blessings, the favor, the miracles that we may not see every day, but they are you're working even when we don't see. You're working even when we don't feel. Salamat po, Panginoon. We love you, we praise you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let's receive a blessing from the Lord. May you love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. May you love others as you love yourself. May you trust God even when life is painful, difficult, burdensome, and confusing. May you remain faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ until His coming again. May the love of the Father, may the grace of the Lord Jesus, may the power and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen and amen.